and welcome to Align Your Mind, episode 12, the podcast that helps you change your life and achieve your goals through the power of thought work. My name is Chelsea Tanner, and I'm so excited because it's, uh, well, to be here with you, and it's starting to look like spring is happening, and it's warmer, and everything is better. And I am also excited because I just finished up my virtual performance anxiety workshop I hosted with musicians, and it is been amazingly transformative. I am so excited to bring this work to performers and artists and literally truly anyone who wants to have a better relationship with themselves. Speaking of that, today we're talking about how that relates to what other people think of us. I know this is a topic that people are concerned with in pretty much everyday life, so I wanted to talk all about it. So much of the time, we're afraid to try things, to be our full selves, or to put ourselves out there because of what other people might think or feel. This is something I've struggled with a lot personally, as I am a recovering people pleaser. (laughs) Today, I want to go over exactly what goes on in our minds and in their minds when, when a person gives you feedback or says something critical about you, because you have less power than you might think over their opinion and... 100% power over your own opinion. I talked about this subject this past weekend in the performance anxiety workshop I hosted because one of the most frightening things about getting up on stage is anticipating what people will think or say about you. And if you listen to the performance anxiety episode of this podcast, which I believe is episode nine, you know that whatever, you know, whenever we have this list of things we're afraid people might think of us or our performance or our life or whatever it may be, that list is always just made up in our own mind. Those are our own thoughts. That didn't come from anyone else's brain. But then, of course, there's some pushback. Well, what if someone has actually said that to me before? That's what I hear people say. And to that, I say, they're not here now saying it, so why are you bringing it up out of the past and into the present? That list of things that we're afraid of what people will judge us for are truly just a list of what we judge ourselves for. It came from our own mind, after all. The thought that other people will judge us is kind of a hilarious fear because it will happen regardless of what we do. I want to mention two absolute truths to keep in mind. One of them being people will make judgments because they have thoughts. And a lot of thoughts are judgments. People will always make them. And secondly, you can never truly know what someone is thinking. Even if they tell you something, they might be lying. You never know. We can never know what is in the privacy of someone else's mind. These two truths could scare some people to death, but I find them really comforting. If I can accept that people will always have thoughts and I can never truly know exactly what they are, why would I use my brain power to try and guess? Here's a process, let's say, if someone's giving you feedback on a performance. The circumstance in this case is the performance. Let's say the sound waves you made in your instrument or from your voice. And no performance is inherently good or bad until we have a thought that's good or bad, usually based on some sort of previous experience or knowledge we have. Someone sees your performance. Then they have the thought about it, which creates a feeling for them. And this is the key. 
When you give a performance or put yourself out there or do something out of character, you can't make anyone feel an emotion. They have to have a thought first. That thought is going to be based on what their brain is used to thinking, past things they've seen or heard, social conditioning, etc. That thought will make this person feel a certain way, which may compel them to give feedback. So you can't actually make someone feel disappointed in you. They have to have a thought that makes them feel disappointed. Now, this is super important, so I want to be sure you hear this. When someone gives us feedback or says something to us, that becomes our neutral circumstance, meaning we get to think whatever we want to about the words that they said. For example, if someone says something, they can't make us feel a certain way either because we have have to have a thought that'll make us have an emotion. We can make that feedback mean anything we want. If it's something we are insecure about or probably something that on the list of judgments about ourselves that we hold, we'll probably use that person saying that thing as evidence that that judgment about us is true, which will probably make us feel upset or frustrated or really bad. If someone says something that doesn't resonate with us at all, we're not likely to believe them. We may even be dismissive. For example, if we think about a performance and we thought we're the performer and we think it didn't go well but people come up afterwards and say like oh my gosh that was so brilliant I loved it it was so moving and we think like were you in the same room like did you even hear what happened did you go to the bathroom during that whole thing like I don't understand if that we were in the same place (laughs) like we don't believe them We have agency when it comes to our thoughts. When someone gives us feedback, we can make those words mean whatever we want them to mean. We can also decide ahead of time what we're going to make any feedback mean. This may seem crazy to some people who outsource their validation a lot, meaning they don't trust their own opinion as much as other people's. Remember the example we just gave. If we don't believe something was good, we're going to have a really hard time just like switching our opinion because someone else thought it was. But most of the time, we don't have a strong enough opinion to take negative feedback or we don't decide ahead of time what we'll think. This would mean thinking your own opinion matters more than even your parents or mentors. And at the end of the day, that's always the case. Your opinions shape the mental environment in which you live and operate from. If you don't build your opinions of your own or show compassion to yourself when you don't meet your own expectations, it can be easy to react negatively to even the smallest bit of negative feedback from other people. True resilience and strength comes from developing positive opinions about yourself and showing yourself compassion in really hard times. Other people will always have thoughts which make them feel emotions. We have no power over that, just like we have no power over what they think. The more space you can create between the words said to you and what you think about those words, and the more intentional you can be about your thoughts, the more in control you will be in terms of your feelings. When we break it down, we can see that being concerned with what other people think can be a bit indulgent and ultimately fruitless, especially if we're acting from a place that doesn't feel authentic to us. However, 
I used to have a really hard time knowing what was authentic to me because people-pleasing or trying to fit in was such a strong desire of mine. Sometimes when we want to please people so badly so they don't feel uncomfortable or so they'll like you or whatever the reason is, we think that's way more important than just being ourselves or asking ourselves what we really want to do. We go through life looking to people in society for directions on how to live. We see a path we want to follow and sometimes we do anything to conform to it. I recently had a revelation of my own. Amidst this pandemic, as there are no job openings to apply for, no auditions to take, I found myself a bit lost when it came to playing flute, which has just been my trajectory for the past 15 years. (laughs) I realized in a big way, I would deal with feedback or rejection in a way where I would apply just to more things, to create more opportunities for myself to prove myself, more competitions, more auditions, whatever I could possibly do to fill out my resume. Now that I was unable to do that for the first time in my whole life, and that being paired with all of this work I was doing transforming my own opinion about myself and my playing I realized so much of my motivation I want to say the majority of my motivation which is really hard to admit was just from trying to prove myself and prove to the world that I was good at what I did it's easy to get lost in that in the classical music world especially but I have to say that I'm really liking just making my own opinion matter more than everyone else's. Does that still freak me out sometimes? Uh, yeah, I get a lot of waves of discomfort, but I really believe that confidence is born from the opinions we have about ourselves. If we have weak opinions about ourselves, all we have to go on is other people's opinions. If we build beliefs about ourselves that are strong and positive, we can much more easily see other people's opinions for what they are, which is just like neutral sentences. Nobody tells us to have an opinion about ourselves. We're not ever asked to give feedback to ourselves in school. We aren't asked to grade our own work or develop our own opinions. We hand it in and then get told whether it's good or bad. Not only that, but in our society, failing in school is unacceptable. Parents have full-on crises when their kids get a failing grade. This doesn't really set us up for success, which is usually based on a lot of trial and error and failures. (laughs) The feedback we receive all along is panic if we do something wrong. At some point, though, we have to become our own parents in a way. We have to build our own confidence and give ourselves feedback. And we have to take responsibility for what that feedback is and what it sounds like. If we fail as adults, how do we want to treat ourselves? How do we want to give ourselves feedback that's compassionate and full of grace? The reason I bring this up is because a lot of us have such a discouraging mental environment in our own mind that... We want other people to tell us we're good in order to quiet our inner critic or to prove it wrong somehow, as though we could. The problem is this won't change your opinion. Only you have that power. You can decide to have your own back, to believe in your abilities unconditionally. Because if you do that, 
you won't be as afraid to get negative feedback because you know better and you can decide to believe whatever you want about yourself. We can never know truly what other people think, but we can think on purpose about ourselves and that's truly the best news. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did enjoy this week's episode, I would love it if you would rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. It would really help so this work could reach even more people. I hope you have a beautiful week. The amazing theme music for this podcast is a song called Already Gone by Paper Morning. You can hear more from them in the link in the show notes.